You're listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast, and I'm your host, Abuja-based photographer, Tavishima Ayide. Now, as usual, a recap. On a previous episode, we looked into one of the obstacles why people don't like getting involved in personal sales or personal selling. A reminder, what is personal selling? Personal selling is being in touch with someone face-to-face to try and persuade them to sell, sorry, to buy what it is that you have. In this case, for those of us who are wedding industry professionals, we're trying to get them to book us for their wedding, to be their photographer or their cake artist or their wedding planner, etc., etc., etc. Now, one of the reasons why some people object to personal sales is because of this idea that it doesn't scale. By scaling, we mean leading to business growth in the magnitude of 10 to 100 to 1,000 and on and on and on. Now, since this is something that I've already dealt with in a previous podcast, I'm not going to go into a summary of the whole argument as I usually do, just to save time. Now, uh, for those of you who are interested, if you check the last episode and the episode before that, you have not only a recap, but you're going to get the substantive episode itself where we discussed all these issues. Now, for today, I'm going to look at another reason why people do not like to get involved in personal sales. And this is the most common one especially for my brothers and sisters out there who are fellow photographers. They do not want to get involved in personal sales because they don't want to come across as being pushy or being salesy. Now, it would seem like that's a legitimate concern to have that you're not going to pick up the phone and call people or do bridal fairs or, you know, be assertive and show up at people's houses and things like that because you don't want to come across as being pushy or a salesman but it's based on a misconception on what being pushy is or what being salesy is. Now, a lot of people think about being pushy or salesy as a personality quirk. They think of it as an attitude um, thing. So they assume that if you're going to be, uh, they assume that being pushy or salesy is a question of um, attitude or personality. And that's not the case because you can be, laid back like i am or you can be really forceful and aggressive that can be your personality type but yet your sales approach might not be pushy and it might not be salesy because it has very little to do with what your personality is or your common attitudes to life are now this is the correct approach that i would like us to take being pushy or salesy is what comes about when we fail to qualify the conversations with our customers correctly, sorry, with our prospective customers. Now, what does qualification mean? Qualification is a traditional sales term that means that at every stage of the process, you're asking questions to be sure that you're on the right course, okay? So, if we have that in mind now, you realize that you can only be pushy or salesy if you fail to ask questions to see that the person you're speaking to wants what it is that you're selling. Two, that the person needs what it is that you're selling. Three, that the person can afford what it is that you're selling. And four, that there is any urgency behind, uh, behind them taking their decision. So let's say you're a wedding planner. If the person that you're with does not want wedding planning, but you keep on going on and on and on about your wedding planning services. Even if you're going to be polite about it, 
or whether you're going to be aggressive about it, then you are being pushy because the person doesn't want wedding planning services. Now, if you remember, the second criteria was the need. So if it looks like the person wants the services, but they think there is no need because uh, her, you know, the bride thinks her aunties can do it better or that her husband is very good planning, he has a project management degree or whatever, so he's on top of his game. If there really, if there is, really isn't any need, when you speak to all the stakeholders concerned, you speak to the bride, to the groom, to the parents, and you can't, they really feel that there's no need, then you would indeed be pushy if you keep on going on with the conversation to say, this is what I can do, this is what I can offer, and uh, or whatnot. Now the third, afford, the money conversation. Now, if there's a want and there is a need, and oh boy, oh boy, do they really need your service, but they honestly cannot afford what it is that you're selling, then if you keep on going on and on and on without making any concessions to budget or seeing how you can work in some financing or whatever, then you would indeed be pushy. Because if someone says, I want a wedding planner and I need a wedding planner, but I don't have 500 grand, you know, if you're a 500 grand planner, then really there's nothing you can do in this situation. You would be pushy if you were to continue. On the other hand, let's say, for instance, they, there's a want and there's a need, but they've capped their budget at 100,000 and you happen to be a, a 100,000 wedding planner, then hey, maybe there's room for you there. And then the final um, criteria, urgency. So let's assume that there's a want, there's a need, they can afford it, but there's no urgency about it. Then, if you keep on, uh, if you keep on trying to, uh, if you keep on trying to make pitches to them, then you'll be pushy. Now, one of the situations where urgency arises, well, an urgency is a relative, is a relative thing. So let's say the um, the couple is getting married in six months' time. Now, from your own professional opinion, you think six months out isn't too late to start planning the wedding, and you try a little bit, uh, you try a little bit to educate them on the need to start the process early, but you know they're not buying that. Then, in that case, there's no urgency. It might make some more sense, depending on the case at hand, to align yourself with whatever time frame the couple is working with. I mean, if they say that they're only going to start making payments and sit down with the planner one month to the date, then perhaps it might be best going along with their own time frames. Well, this is something that you have to make a judgment call on, on a case-to-case -case basis, and we'll be exploring some more of these topics in the future. But basically, if there's no urgency in this situation, if they insist that they're only going to start um, kicking things in motion one month to the wedding date, and we're four months out, and I'm still trying to make pitches, and I'm still trying to get them to commit, then that would be pushy. So with some of the criteria that we've looked at today, I hope um, you guys can see that being pushy or being salesy is not about your attitude, it's not about your personality, and it's not about your general approach um, to life. So if you're meek, mild-mannered, and polite, but you ask the relevant questions, and you're able to determine that there's a want and there's a need, that they can afford it and there's some urgency then trying to get them to make the next step and commit or pay a deposit wouldn't be that's not that's not going to be um being uh 
pushy. And then on the other hand, if you are as quiet as a mouse, but you don't find out whether there's a want, there's a need, whether they can afford, or whether there's any urgency, but you keep on doing the meek thing that a couple of us do. Uh, Hello, ma. Uh, I call to greet you today, ma. Uh, how is daddy? Uh, you know, those just general checking up on you conversations where you just waffle about and don't get straight to the point. Then, yes, even though you're mousy and quiet and respectful, the clients will think about you as being pushy or salesy. So being salesy is not a question of attitude, but it's one of qualification. And remember that qualification in the traditional sales sense is when we ask questions to be sure that we're on the right course with our prospective clients. So thank you very much, guys, for listening. I'll catch you on the next episode. And as usual, for those of you who think I've said anything here that is heretical, you have any suggestions, you have any complaints, you have any queries, you can hit me up on email. My email address is ayede.tave at gmail.com. That is A-Y-E-D-E dot T-A-V-E-R at gmail.com. Alpha, Yankee, Echo, Delta, Echo dot Tango, Alpha, Victor, Echo, Romeo at gmail.com. Thank you very much, guys, for listening, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.